Father God, we thank you that while we were far off, you called us, you died for our sins, and you are now raised to life. Hallelujah, he is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Amen. Please be seated. Carol, I believe you have to share with us from your exciting time at Spring Harvest. Okay, so we took Amanda with us this time. No, Amanda, I believe it's um, your first time at Spring Harvest. Did it meet your expectations? Yes, it, it was absolutely amazing. I went with no expectations. And as soon as we got there, we had the first night celebration. So this is absolutely amazing. It's so if I had a, if I had had expectations, it would have completely lived up to them because it was Okay, and was there a special highlight for you? Seeing everybody all come together for the same reason. Seeing everybody like in the morning and in the evening all worshipping and celebrating together, all the singing, all the dancing, all the music, all the joy, all the love you can feel. Everybody, I met loads of different people and I chatted to people and someone did the same contact with them. Just all the love and all the being there for the same reason and being part of something all together and being on something absolutely amazing. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Well, certainly a highlight for me was just seeing how much is away how much Amanda embraced everything that was an offer. If there was dancing to do, she was there. If there was painting to do, she was there. If there was something to be prayed for, she was there. If there was a, a singing um, to do, a workshop, she was there. And it was just so delightful to just see our dear Amanda just blossoming in that way. So thank you for coming with us. <laughs> um, I just briefly, so really brief, um, just, just to say the theme was on restore, renew and rebuild and it, the Bible studies from Nehemiah and how Nehemiah was called in a vision to go back to Jerusalem to rebuild the glorious walls. But although he was one man with a vision, he didn't do it alone. He, he did it, um, the Bible was very clear about which groups did which parts of the wall between the different gates. And today we're thinking about building the kingdom of God, aren't we? And all those who can name Jesus as Lord are holy priests, part of that holy priesthood. And we are all called together to build that kingdom in this place. So that's the message that I came back with, really. Thank you. Uh, could I have the children that are doing the reading come up, please? And that includes Indy. Thank you. So we stand in the same order. So Arabella here. And then Indy. That's it. Okay. Remember, you've got to hold this time, you've got to hold the mic as well. The reading from Luke 24. On the first day of the week, very early in the morning, the women took the spices they had prepared and went to the tomb. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they entered, they did not find the body of Lord Jesus. While they were wondering about this, sudden two men in clothes that gleamed like lightning stood beside them. In their fright, the women fell down with their faces to the ground. But the men said to them, 
Why do you look for the living amongst the dead? He is not there. He has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still with you gladly. The son of man must be delivered over to the hands of sinners, be crucified, and for the third day he be raised again. They remembered his words. When they came back from the tomb, they told all the things, these things, to the eleven and to all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary, the mother of James, and the others with them who told this is the But they did not believe the woman because their words seemed to them like nonsense. Peter, however, got up and ran to the tomb. Bending over, he saw the strips of lining lying by themselves, and he went away wondering to himself what had happened. Thank you, children. And he went away wondering what had happened. And now we know what had happened, and we celebrate that today. Right, as um, part of the talk uh, today, I'm going to be talking about four things that begin with S. So what does Jesus rising from the dead mean for us today? Let's use the letter F to help us discover what Jesus' resurrection has achieved and, and how our lives can be changed forever. Jesus' resurrection means that the impossible happened. We, who have rebelled against God and we ignored his commands and we deserve to be punished for sin, can be forgiven. It is amazing, isn't it, that we can be forgiven because what Jesus did for us. In Acts 10, um, the, the centurion um, who, saw, who saw Jesus on the cross, um, was, who was called Cornelius, Peter said to Cornelius that everyone who believes in Jesus receives forgiveness of sins through his name. So I wanted to illustrate that a little bit here. Um, but I do, I would like a, um, oh, actually I was going to say one too, but I'm going to choose someone. Um, Eli, do you want to come and be a helper for me? Oh, excellent. Right, can you come just stand here, please? Excellent, well done. Right, okay, so just stand there for me. That's it, okay. When we live to please ourselves and choose to ignore God's ways, which we all do some of the time because we're not perfect, the part the Bible tells us in Romans 6 that we are like slaves. We're slaves to sin. And, and we all do things wrong sometimes, and it's really, really hard to stop sinning. Okay. Right. You ready for this, Eli? <laughs> Nick, can you come help me? 
Me? Oh. <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> Let's use an example. Some of us might struggle with a sin of lying. You tell what you think is one small lie to someone and that, that leads to another lie and you have to cover that up. Then that leads to an, another lie and another lie and, and oh, it just keeps getting worse. And basically, with any sin, with any, you know, a lie or something that we do wrong, um, we just get bound and we cannot get through. In reality, you can see the paper um, chains here, the sins around uh, him there, but in reality, you can't see what's chaining you or us from any of our sins. Nick, can you come and do this a bit better, please? You need to tuck it in. You need to tuck it in somewhere so it doesn't fall off. Okay. It might not be lying. It might be something. And these are think of, think of some of these for the grown-ups. It might be speaking badly about someone, about someone even at church, rather than just loving them and accepting them. It might be, for some of us, jealousy. We might be jealous of a car that someone has or, you know, beautiful dress that we might cover. It might be that we're angry. It might be that we gossip a lot. We might be disobedient and just not do what we know God wants us to do. It could be hatred, greed, or something else altogether. That's the sin that any one of us might have. The good news is that Jesus came to set us free. When he died on the cross, Jesus made payment for all of our sins. His resurrection from the dead proves that Jesus, the Son of God, not only has authority to forgive our sins, but also sets us free from them. So... Eli, just as an example, if Eli turns to Jesus in faith and asks for his forgiveness and asks to be forgiven and set free, Jesus forgives him and Eli can rip his chains off. Right, go on, rip them off, tear them, pull them off. Hey! Eli is set free. Thank you. Thank you so much, Eli, for being our example there. That's just an example, and I, you know, when you prepare these things, actually, that as I'm reading it now, that image of the sins that we have that invisible chains I hadn't read until I read it then. Gosh, yes, we all have those sins. So, let's just now that first F forgiveness, let's just in the silence, quietly confess our sins privately. Let's say amen together. Amen. amen. The second F is the words friend. So remember the first F was forgiveness. The second one is friends. Jesus' resurrection means that the impossible happened. 
we who have rejected God and ignored him can now be friends with God. We can know God, Jesus, as our personal saviour, personal saviour. And that is possible because the sin that came between us has been dealt with. Benjamin, can you come and get those smiley faces you cut up, please? Got another glamorous assistant. I've had Nicholas. Now we've got Ben. Thank you very much. When they come home for Easter or Christmas, to do some helpers. Luke over there's been playing the guitar. Um, can you just hand out um, to each of the table? So the children first, a strip, um, and then to anyone else that you've got left over. You see, Father God loves us. He has always loved us. But now we can draw close to him and know him like a friend. And that makes us smile. So you're going to be getting a little smiley face sticker to remind us that Jesus is our friend. As you stick it onto your clothes or anywhere that you like, know that God smiles when he sees you. And again, that is amazing. When Jesus looks at you, each one of you, each one of us, who are sinners we've just acknowledged, he loves us so much. Despite what we're like, he loves us. Jesus is our friend. So, repetition. Okay, children. What was the first step? Forgiveness. Brilliant. Well done. What was the second step? The smiley face friend. Who is our friend? God, Jesus is our friend. That's right. He loves us so much that he's our friend. The third F, the third F is the word to follow. Jesus' resurrection means that the impossible has happened. We who have lived aimlessly, wandering around, trying to find meaning in our life, are invited to follow Jesus and be part of his mission. Just like Amanda, who's been coming to church for a while now, haven't you? Yeah, and, you, and she kind of looks like she goes to a fantastic home group that Carol runs and learns, learns a lot. But now she's gone to a huge, great event where there are loads and loads of Christians um, filled with the love of God, she's seen how amazing it can be to follow Jesus. Following Jesus is exciting because he calls us to change the world with him. One day he might up involve us in his healing ministry as we pray for someone who is sick to get better. Jesus heals him. Who in this church has prayed for someone to get better and they've been healed? Oh, look at those hands. Just put your hands up. That's amazing. You're all being part of Jesus' healing mission. People within this church have prayed for people and they have been healed. Another day, Jesus might involve us in his saving ministry just by talking to someone when we have the opportunity to tell someone about Jesus' love and they choose to put their trust in him. Who has been involved? Put your hand up if you've spoken to about Jesus and they've been saved, they, they've turned to Jesus, they've learned more about Jesus. Great, you've got your hand up there. Well done, Eli. Lots of people there, thank you. Another day, Jesus might involve us in his ministry of justice 
where we have the opportunity to stand up for someone in difficulty. And I know from what Tony's told me in the past, Tony's done that in his job, haven't you? Been able to stand up for people um, who are in difficulty. Following Jesus isn't exciting. It is exciting. Sorry, following Jesus is exciting. It certainly isn't boring. Hands up if you can say that following Jesus certainly isn't boring. I think we all know, as we've said, Jenny said, didn't you, in the prayer, we all have our ups and downs with, you know, in our lives, and following Jesus certainly isn't boring. So, what was the first step? What was the second day? What was the third day? Follow. Get your party flowers ready. These are the children that you have in your box. Any other children? Your party flowers. Oh, is that what you got? Get ready to blow these. Oh, you want Amanda? Make your light one. Let's give Tony one. Right. Following Jesus is not boring. Blow your party flowers. Amanda. Right. Okay. Stop blowing. Put them down on the table to the last hymn. Now let's see who will follow that instruction. So we've got forgiveness, friend, follow Jesus, and following Jesus is exciting. Jesus' resurrection means that the impossible happened. Death is not the end for us. We are offered, and this is where it gets a bit tenuous, because it's it's fantastic hope. So you've got four Fs. So the fourth one is fantastic hope for the future. One day our bodies will be resurrected too, and we will live forever with God in a place where there is no dying, suffering, or pain. Um, ben, can you give out the envelopes, please? He's going to love something. Thank you. Um, the envelopes you're going to get now, uh, children and any whatever left over. So you just plonk a few on each table where there are children. Where, or one envelope per family. There's loads of seeds inside. If you can have a peek in your envelope at the seeds. You've got some sunflower seeds. Seeds look dead, don't they? And this is, we didn't plan this, did we, Jenny? Me and Jenny came through the flowers yesterday. And she bought a selection and I bought a selection. And Jenny said, look, these lovely sunflowers. I went, no. We didn't plan this, and yet my talk contains sunflower seeds. Yeah. So seeds look dead. But what happens, children, what happens when you plant the seed in the ground? It grows, it grows. It grows, doesn't it? It looks dead, but when you plant it in the ground and you give it the right conditions, what do you what does it need to grow? 
It needs the water, it needs the right soil, it needs the sun. You're all right, you're all saying those are the right things. When the seed is given the right conditions to grow, it will begin to grow. A little shoot appears, and finally, a fully grown plant. One day, and I need you to listen to this, stop blowing your blowers and listen. One day, we will all die. However, followers of Jesus have the fantastic hope that one day they will be raised from the dead and be given a beautiful new body. Just like that seed that you've got in your envelopes there become, become this beautiful sunflower plant there, we too will be raised and become beautiful. Take your seed home and later in the summer we can have a sunflower competition. You can either plant it in a pot, probably if you plant it in your garden at home after you've given it the right conditions, maybe you can take photos and you can bring it in. That'd be a little challenge. Okay, so. So I've given you four words to help us to discover what Jesus' resurrection has achieved for us. So can we remember what the four words are? Well, the last one's two words, isn't it, really? So what was the first one? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. The second one? Praise. The third one? Hello. And the fourth one? Fantastic, Fantastic hope. Excellent. Father God, we thank you that you have given us hope for the future. We thank you that we've come today and that we've heard your word and that we believe that you have risen again. And because of that, we are saved and we have hope for the future. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.